Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Welcome, welcome to Red Sea Roundup. Good morning. My name is Judy Como. I'm very excited to be here as your host to Red Sea Roundup. I'm in our studio looking out over the activities with the building of St. Mary's Catholic Church here in Bryan College Station. If you're joining us, you're listening to Red Sea on KEDC 88.5 FM here in the Brazos Valley. KYAR 98.3 in Central Texas, and KINF in Palestine. I was blessed to kind of drive through Palestine about a week ago on my way to Caddo Lake. Very cool. Uh, Welcome to everyone. I'm here with all the powers that be, Dennis Maka. How are you doing this morning, Dennis? Doing very well. So happy to see a a bright, sunshiny day today. We had uh, quite the thunder bumpers in the middle of the night and yeah, had some did. great rain to refresh our, well, our yard, which is suffering in our garden, which is suffering. So <laughs> <laughs> our, our neighbors have really light, nice looking stuff. Let's just say I'm glad for them, but uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Thank you, God, for watering our grass <laughs> Amen. for us today. That. So I want to uh, begin uh, our time together on Red Sea Roundup by joining in solidarity with our brothers and sisters in the Uvalde area. Mm. And I'd like to read a prayer by Bishop David Reed, Bishop of West Texas. So if you would join me in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Father, whose beloved Son took children into his arms and blessed them, give us grace to entrust your beloved children of Uvalde to your everlasting care and love, and bring them fully into your heavenly kingdom. Pour out your grace and loving kindness on all who grieve. Surround them with your love and restore their trust in your goodness. We lift up to you our weary, wounded souls and ask you to send your Holy Spirit to take away the anger and violence that infects our hearts and make us instruments of your peace and children of the light. In the name of Christ, who is our hope, we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And our well, hearts surely go out to the Yeah, for those that haven't affected. heard, and just, just a brief summary. <clears throat> you just muted me. Wrong button. Um, for those that haven't heard, uh, 19 children at least and two, two teachers have died in an attack on the school there in Uvalde yesterday. And so our our sympathy and... and Hearts do go out to them. So, so yeah, another yet another attack on wonderful human beings in our in our very tumultuous times. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Amen. Lord Jesus. Well, um, again, we uh, welcome all of our listeners. A heads up that the second portion of the program, I'll be visiting with Beth and Christopher Coles of Holy Owned and Operated. We'll be discussing the sacrament of marriage and marriage prep courses. So we look forward to that. We'll be a live interview and we would welcome your 
comments or questions, as always, you could call in at 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855-683-7332. We have two Robins holding to talk to us this morning. We're going to go first to Deacon Robin Waters over there in Central Texas. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Judy. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It was really good to see you last weekend. Uh catch up with y'all you and carolyn and uh, i welcome you to tell our listeners especially in your area about an um, upcoming event well we've got a few that i'd like to mention Uh, great one really big event that's coming up on uh, july 30th is we're having the first ever red sea catholic radio family retreat in central texas I know they've had a, y'all have had a few down there in college, Bryan College Station area, mm-hmm. and we're trying to spread that up here. It's going to take place, as I said, on Saturday, July 30th. It's going to be at the uh, St. Louis Catholic Church Activity Center there in Waco. Uh, Father Ryan was kind enough to allow us to use the facilities. Um, we're in. We're working together with Ablaze Ministries, of course, St. Louis, as I mentioned, and also. The focus missionaries out at Baylor are involved in helping us plan this, and we're just hoping that it can be a great day, a one-day event of helping families to spend a day focused on faith and their family and to help them uh, grow in holiness, to help them kind of assess where they are in their faith life as a family and kind of put a plan together to, to grow from there. I think it's going to be a great event. Very exciting, Robin. I was uh, <clears throat> blessed to be a part of our family retreats here locally. Um, I experienced uh, a family retreat uh, over in Alexandria, Louisiana, many years ago. And uh, some another family and us traveled there and experienced it and um, just continually looked for the opportunity to make that happen. Um, it's, a, it's a unique experience because... As we raise our kids and as adults, perhaps we go off on retreat. Our kids, you know, you got your confirmation retreat and your silent retreat that you might go on. But the thought of a family on retreat together is is kind of unique. So it's a it's a great opportunity. Um, you want to talk a little bit on how the day is going to flow? Yeah, yeah, we're going to start the day off the way we should every day with mm-hmm. math. Uh, we're going to have adoration that's going to be led by the Sisters of Mary Morningstar that are have their convent here in Waco out near Providence Hospital. They're just a very holy group of group of uh, of, of ladies that uh, are going to lead our adoration at hour. Uh, confessions will be available during that time. And uh, after after we finish starting the day off uh, with those things, we're going to go over to the activity center and the adults will have some wonderful speakers. Our themes for the talks are going to be uh, praying together, playing together, or quality time together, and and on mission together as a family, helping to spread the gospel. And that's what the the three talks are going to be focused around. We're going to try to keep them uh, relatively short, meaning that you won't have time to fall asleep. <laughs> It'll be interesting, and it's going to be interactive. And the kids will will have will have childcare. There'll be uh, separate activities for the kids uh, while the parents are, are having their talks. And then there'll be other times during the day where the famous families will come together and have events. Uh, we're going to provide snacks, lunch, 
dinner and uh, for an entire family to come to this event is 30 bucks. So you can't even feed a family for one meal. <laughs> yeah. for you can't bucks. live in your own home for 30 bucks for a day. <laughs> no, that's right. And so we actually have this up. We're taking registrations as of yesterday was the first day. If you go to redsearadio.org forward slash retreat, you can read the details and you can also sign up uh, and for the retreat. You can register, pay the whole, everything you need to do to become a part of it right there on the website. So I encourage people to, to check that out. If they have any any other particular questions, they're welcome to call me, uh, Robin Waters, at 254-749-4937. My, my number is also on our Red Sea, uh, org uh, website. But, yeah, just really excited about how that's going. Great help from uh, from Ablaze and Focus and in St. Louis. Father Miguel, who's the parochial vicar there at St. Louis, is is on board with us, and he'll be celebrating Mass. And Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so, so much for your hard work over there, Robin. And um, we just yeah. pray a blessing that hearts will be changed and move just simply to uh, sign up. You know, we... You yeah. have to keep pounding it, pounding it. People have to invited, be invited six times before they'll actually <laughs> obligate to so, do something. So in wrapping it up, it's redsearadio.org forward slash retreat. Or if you click on the Together family banner uh, for the retreat, you yeah. can lead to that from our homepage as well. So cool, cool, thank cool. you, Deacon Robin. Thank you. All right, great. Now we're going to switch over to Robin Romanski and give us an update on Victory Sports, Robin. Hey, Judy. Good morning. Um, well, everything's... Fantastic. We have opened registration for our baseball camp that will happen on June 6th and 7th. Um, it'll be from 9 to 12 on those two days. And this is for boys going into first and sixth grade, first through sixth grade. Um, so six to 12 year old boys. That registration's open. We had already a, a great number of registrants just in the first few hours of it being open. So we're excited about having a full baseball camp and then we also are excited to announce that on june 1st we're opening registration for our fall league so in the fall we'll begin with flag football for boys and volleyball for girls at each of the parishes so we just want to tell everybody and spread the word that that's coming real soon and as soon as we get all the um, necessary logistical stuff figured out on the on the website and everything ready to accept registrations um, that'll be live. So again, that's June 1st. Uh, stay tuned and register for that and spread the word to friends and neighbors. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Robin, if, just in case someone's hearing about Victory Sports for the first time, can you just kind of give us a little two minute, by the way, this is what Victory Sports is all about. Sure, sure. Well, Victory Sports is the intersection of faith and sport. Um, its mission is to kind of reach the domestic church through uh, providing liturgical living uh, kind of opportunities, um, promoting virtue through sport and having sport elevated um, by virtue, discussing saints, the lives of the saints and saints and how they have um, been examples for us of these virtues and then living them out and practicing them on the football field or on the volleyball court um, and getting to getting to see how 
through sport, we can grow in community with our fellow parishioners and other families um, and also learn life lessons and, and lessons about, you know, how to be, how to strive for holiness, how to, how to become a saint and, and try to bring your whole team awesome. you know, with you to heaven. Awesome. Well, things are really rocking and rolling. Um, and where will the uh, baseball camp be held? The baseball camp is going to be out at the St. Joseph's Sports Complex, which is just north of town. Nice. Um, and again, those are the Monday and Tuesday mornings, June 6th and 7th for boys. And the fall leagues, we we hope to have teams from each of the parishes and each of the age groups. So we've had lots of great feedback already from people who have attended clinics and as we're spreading the word, but we just want to invite everybody to, to keep sharing the news and they can visit our website at victoryyouthsports.org to find out more information um, or contact me. And if I could jump in just a moment, we would also like to remind our listeners if you're in Central Texas or you're listening in Palestine to just hang on, be patient. Victory Sports is only in the Bryan College Station area right now, but uh, we hope to spread it to Central Texas next. Uh, but we're, we gotta, we got to get it on, on the ground and, and running here in Bryan College Station first. Awesome. Very good. I, well, I think if I could put in one more plug. Sure. If you're listening and think that this sounds fantastic and want to help, we, we really do need parish volunteers. We, we want this to be something that parishes can embrace and, and something that helps facilitate uh, community and solidarity in, in parishes and brings more people active into the parish life. But in order to do so, we need parish volunteers. Yeah, to, we need a, a parish captain each word. parish and a registrar at each parish. That would be what we need to do first. Right, babe? What would that look like? That's what right. would their responsibilities be in one minute? <laughs> sure. The parish, the parish <laughs> captain would help in, um, you know, spreading, making the announcements and spreading the word and, and working with the parish staff on um, scheduling facilities and practice times, um, helping to get coaches for each of the age groups and teams that, that they need at that, you know, at that parish and then the parish registrar would help in the registration process and making sure everybody gets the right size uniform. Um, certainly we'll be doing that at, you know, centrally as well. But as it gets distributed out to the parish, making sure those things get, get to the right places. Very good. Well, thanks a lot for your hard work, Robin. And we will be back in a short amount of time. Thank you. Well, hello, and welcome back to Red Sea Roundup. If you're just joining us, best decision ever to spend the next 45 minutes here with Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Judy Como. I am thrilled to introduce... I need you to edit this introduction thing just a little bit, Christopher. It should start off with friends of Judy Como. Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, my guests right. are Beth and Christopher Coles. Welcome. Thank you. I'm going to uh, do a little bit of reading rather than going off my memory. But uh, <clears throat> Beth and Christopher are with Holy Owned and Operated, and I hope we have an opportunity to flesh that out a little bit more. Uh, Beth served in professional parish ministry in the Diocese of Austin for 10 years as coordinator of elementary religious education and director of religious education, where I was in relationship with them for that tenure there. Um, I love the story of how it all happened, that they turned right instead of left one (laughs) Sunday morning, and uh, the rest is history. Uh, Beth earned her Master of Arts in Catechetics and Evangelization from Franciscan University of Steubenville, where she also completed the prestigious intensive five-year Bosco Conference DRE certification. And Beth has trained hundreds of catechists and taught thousands of families throughout sacramental prep, RCIA adapted for children, and countless retreats and many, many other things. Um, Christopher's, I know that I know you well enough to know that this is your introduction <laughs> of yourself, but uh, <laughs> I guess this would be relating to the master of all, da da da, jack of all trades, Flunk, <laughs> flunky with no useful credibility that can hold a candle to anyone on Catholic radio. <laughs> I think that's uh, hilarious, but. Together, Beth and Christopher founded the Catholic Apostolate Holy Owned and Operated, a nonprofit organization that helps families and individuals grow in their Catholic faith. Beth and Christopher live in Bryan, Texas, where they have homeschooled and sacramentally prepared their three boys over 22 years. They share and teach about the Catholic faith in their popular and entertaining weekly podcast, On the Road to Perfection and their weekly mass warm-up, as well as hundreds of articles and resources on their website, holyownedandoperated.com. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, so, that, um, that that bit about me, I it sent to Beth, you know, you need to say something about me. And she sent something back, but I sent you the, the original. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I said you, something about him being a convert, and the best thing ever happening to him is marrying me. And, you know, things like that. So. With sparks and fireworks yes, in the background exactly. going on there. Exactly. So. When, you're, when you're reading Beth's, um, you know, she spent two and a half years in the master's program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was right there beside her yeah. as she read uh, editing papers and stuff. So he should have uh, I, a degree as well. Well, I, I uh, there's a lot as, of absorption. And there. as y'all were walking that walk, Keith and I were in formation, right. and yeah, we so you know. exactly. some yeah. similar similarities. But right. yeah, uh, sure. as always, if uh, if you know me, I have to tell one story to explain another story. Yes, but uh, this year, uh, starting in January, the sh- shows that I hosted have focused on the sacraments. Um, very. Near and dear to my heart is the importance of the sacraments. And I was really kind of blown away to see the amount of, you know, catechism of the Catholic Church, big fat book in 
a lot of it focuses on the sacraments yes, yep. and how those details are really right there at our fingertips. But right. whether you've been a catechist or you've experienced your children's baptism or other sacraments, you know what you know when you know, but boy, we can always use a refresher. You're not kidding. And uh, because Beth and I are in relationship and do Bible study together, I was like, hey, you want to pick a sacrament and you can come and do one of my shows. And you offered, how about if Christopher and I come and focus on marriage? So genius, yeah. <laughs> great idea. Let's oh, talk thanks. about marriage. All righty. Let's talk about marriage. Um, yeah. So the sacrament of holy matrimony, um, quick little, um, I guess, etymology lesson on matrimony and marriage. So matrimony refers to a woman actually bearing children. It comes from like the root of a woman becoming a mother. Okay. Matra, ma- mm-hmm. you know, um, the word marriage actually comes from a different root, meaning a man joining together with a woman in relationship in a, in a, union relationship. Uh, so marriage kind of takes on, you know, talks about the man becoming married and matrimony, uh, talks about the woman's relationship, um, in that union. And so I thought that was pretty cool when I, when I heard that. Um, so whether you say holy matrimony or the sacrament of marriage, you're talking about the same thing. Um, which is the uh, the union of a man and a woman um, through uh, vows that they um, exchange. And the interesting thing I like about the sacrament of marriage is that even though there is a minister present, either a deacon or a priest present, the sacrament is conferred on the spouses by each other. So <clears throat> unlike baptism and confirmation and, you know, the other sacraments where the minister of the sacrament is the ordained minister. Um, In marriage, the minister of the sacrament is the spouses for each other. That was very surprising to me. And Mm -hmm. when I learned that and uh, yeah, so you, you have, um, you have been a minister of a sacrament if you've ever gotten married in a Catholic um, wedding. Yeah, really. So, so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, and the just to briefly touch, because I know we're not talking about different things like that, but the, it, the word sacrament is important in the, the idea of marriage and what we're talking about, the sacrament of holy matrimony, the sacrament of marriage. So we're not talking about anything uh, on the uh, secular side. Uh, you know, the the Lord has been around forever or even <laughs> more um, and will be. Governments come and go. Uh, so we're not talking about secular marriage with licenses and, and that sort of stuff. We're talking about uh, that, uh, well, indelible mark, really, the sacrament can right. leave upon you. Yeah, so if we... Go back to Mm -hmm. the definition of what a sacrament actually is, an outward sign of inward action instituted by Christ to attain grace. Yep. Yep. 
That's it. I gave a talk about a week ago. Very good. Oh, I'm proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) And grace is the free gift. Yes. Grace is the free gift of the life of God in us. So, yeah. Um, So I guess, you know, if we just talk about kind of the basic points of what the sacrament of marriage entails, you know, that stuff that you can get from the catechism. I actually did not look it up, so I'm going off of like way long time ago memory here. Um, but there's there are certain things that you know that have to be in place for it to be a valid marriage. Um, in and the catechism uh, does a good job of explaining all of that. Um, and you know, one of those is that you're free to do it. Um, you're not being coerced into it. Um, uh, one is that, um, it's between one man and one woman. That's, that's important. Um, that you are open to the gift of children. Um, and I think there's one more and I can't remember what it is. We'll think of it. Yeah. As we go through and we talk about it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the basics. Um, oh, and you have to be baptized at least one person in in the the sacrament has to be baptized uh there are um some things that if you are marrying an unbaptized person there are some things that um you do uh with the the priest knows all the you know rubrics and and forms you have to fill out and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to have a, a marriage between a baptized person and a non-baptized person so um but at least one person has to be baptized for that sacrament. And just a, another part of our little refresher, you know, the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church, the first three are grouped together as the sacraments of initiation, which is baptism, Holy Eucharist, and first reconciliation, uh, confirmation. Ah. That's okay. And the sacrament of marriage is grouped together with holy orders as a... Right. Uh, umbrella of the sacraments of service absolutely and uh, maybe you could compare those how how that works and how that's expressed through the sure um i think the the long title is the sacraments at of service at the now i can't remember it Blah blah blah. It has to do uh, with yeah. it has to do with flowing from the Eucharist. Yeah. You know, there's there's a um, a flow. Uh, we talk about the Eucharist being the source and summit of our faith, and marriage and holy orders are both part of that outflowing of the source. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we go to the Eucharist to receive Jesus Christ, and then we are sent forth. And the sacraments of both marriage and holy orders serves the church through that grace. Um, Whereas the holy orders, obviously, priests and deacons then, you know, can um, facilitate the other sacraments, um, can... um, their, their service is um, kind of right up front. We see them, you know, they, they wear separate kind of clothes. They, you know, they're, they're kind of out there. Marriage is 
the foundation of all society. And the church recognizes, Christ recognized that to elevate marriage to a sacrament means that marriage is now the foundation for the church. We talk about, you know, Red Sea is religious education for the domestic church. That domestic church is our family. And marriage gives that sense of foundation to everyone. If you don't have holy, sacramental, faithful marriages, we're not going to see very many vocations to the priesthood or religious life or other service. And so when we, when we look at both marriage and holy orders, they go hand in hand. You can't really have one without the other. Exactly. Yeah. As you, as you know, Beth is the educator. Uh, I kind of distill it down. Uh, the, as, as service vocations, uh, serving the church, the church are you and me and the people, the body, the church isn't the building. The church isn't, uh, the magisterium is part of the church, uh, but isn't, you know, the church, uh, itself. And, uh, as, uh, as married couples, uh, and as priests and religious, the, uh, the focus is service to others. It's not a, uh, it's not a selfish. This is what I want. Uh, and from, from the vocations, uh, the, those two service vocations, everything else comes. We, uh, we have an opportunity as men and women to discern God's calling for us. But He is calling us to serve. Uh, the Lord showed us the ultimate service, and the way we serve uh, Him is to serve others. And uh, life has to have that component of service, and the vocation gives us that opportunity to to grow in the service, to understand it, to uh, to even uh, get better at it by that uh, constant discernment of how am I serving in the vocation that God has, uh, has led me to. Yes. I want to remind our listeners that this is a live program. We would welcome a phone call with a question or a comment about the sacrament of marriage, and you could do that by calling 855-683-7332. Uh, call us and chat with us for a moment. Um, great. So, We've uh, spoke about the sacrament itself, and um, so couple <laughs> decide they want to get married at St. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I resisted saying St. Elsewhere, but yeah. I really did like uh, that show. Uh, God. <laughs> Saint, yeah. <laughs> you, you and I could be off mic on all sorts of different things. Absolutely. Saint names, huh? <laughs> and yeah. as we have many times in yeah. the 10 years of our friendship. So, um, Let's just kind of talk about the mechanics of requirements for getting married in the Catholic Church. Well, and, uh, uh, or am I jumping? No, I, I, um, just to, to uh, talk a, a moment about the couple decides to get, to get married. Um, 
a big reveal here, but I was in high school and college and probably decided to get married half a dozen times. And <laughs> and so did she, whoever she was, you know, and I, I don't mean that in a um, crass sort of way, but, you know, you, you're in love, you're Twitter pated, the birds are flying, the you know, the cows are singing, whatever. Um, and it, there's so much. Boy, you paint a picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my Disney Channel's a little fuzzy. <laughs> so, <laughs> the um, so the uh, that decision uh, is often made by people who are who have not discerned, if you will, or who aren't ready for the for the decision. And uh, that can be uh, that can be young as as I was, or that can be not ready as um, as a lot of folks are. Mm-hmm. Really, so um, the 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 step. I, th- I think the the best decision is the decision uh, of deciding to discern if uh, if God is calling them to that. Uh, where um, you know, marriage marriage prep uh, as it's as it's colloquially known, I guess is. First of all, that's determined by every local bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. So what what we might talk about here um, in the diocese of Austin, it might be a little different in the diocese of Tyler. You know, so we've got right. listeners in in both dioceses. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure that you're checking with your local parish and 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 diocese well, on on those and it differs from parish to parish yes. it can there are some the, yeah the bishop may lay out certain things and say okay you've got a choice mm-hmm. and then each parish each pastor says well i choose people to go through this you know so what we talk about here is kind of general um stuff uh so kind of disclaimer, make sure you check with your pastor yeah, before. And, right. Well, that's what I mean. And that is the first step yeah, is yeah, to, I'm going to get yeah. married in the church at St. whatever. Yeah, let's and go so, and talk to, to the priest and, and, and find out, you know, where we go from there. So, yeah. Yeah. We're a big fan of, you know, there being a difference between marriage prep and wedding prep. Uh, and brother, yeah, we'd, we'd like, <laughs> y'all uh, know full well that yeah. I had two weddings last sure. year, so yep. I surely know exactly where you're coming and, from. And we, we had, uh, our, our goddaughter and oldest, uh, well, uh, and a niece, uh, being one and the same got, got married, uh, recently. And we've, we went through the, through the, the process and in time with her, um, we really like to think of it instead of marriage prep as couple discernment of holy matrimony, uh, because you can set a date, and immediately there's pressure. When are you getting married? When are you getting married? Well, honestly, the discernment process, engagement, is discernment, and there's no done deal until the I do at the altar, and uh, we think that you know there's a uh, a, a disconnect uh, and people can come to the church and say, well, I want to get married by this priest at this church at this time on this date. And uh, they don't even know if they don't fully know if God's calling them to be married uh, because they don't know that what discernment is. 
how many of us really uh, get an understanding of discernment uh, until you're in some sort of formation process? And discernment is 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 saying, I'm willing to discern with this person whether I should be married to them or not. Uh, and so they're really, you know, we, when, when meeting with someone for the first time, there really ought to be a, an intent discussion about discerning versus, well, let's set the schedule for, for training and, you know, you know, go to this, go to that, come back and see me in six months and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. it we don't want to pressure people into, you know, the date. And so we've got to get it done. Uh, God's timing is definitely not ours, yeah. you know, but what they say, the best way to make God laugh is to tell him your plans, right? Right. <laughs> yep. So that, um, so it, let's discern and then, and then uh, prepare because uh, there are many outcomes of discernment uh, and all of them are successful. Uh, one of those can be, I'm, I'm supposed to marry you and I'm supposed to marry you at this time. But there are others. I'm not supposed to marry you. I'm not supposed to marry you at this time. I'm not supposed to be married. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't marry you. You know, there's, there's half a dozen options and only one of those uh, is, is the one that people come in thinking. And a good friend of ours uh, Ten years ago, just outside here on the front steps of this church, uh, after Mass, he said to me, he said, uh, he said, well, Christopher, I've failed. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, you know, we're sponsor couples, and we've had this uh, engaged couple for uh, for a while, five or six sessions, you know, coming to the close. And uh, and they came to us yesterday, and they said they're, they're not going to get married, and they're not going to marry each other. And I said, are you kidding? That's a success. That's great. Yes, that's that's wonderful. Win. They have discerned God's, you know, yeah. calling for them properly. Yeah. Uh, what a what a wonderful thing to celebrate and be joyful for, as opposed to finding it out a year, five years, 10 years, right. you know, and three kids later. Yeah. You know, but the, you know, the idea that if they hadn't discerned that, before their wedding day and they discerned that later, then you have the whole broken marriage scenario and, or, or broken people scenario, Yeah, you know? Um, and, and so it's really, um, it's really important that whatever marriage formation preparation, we, we encourage people to um, to attend, to to go through, to to do um, that. This is part of it, and um, in a lot of a lot of times, it's not specifically there. Um, you know, if if you meet with a sponsor couple who doesn't necessarily have that mindset of discernment. Um, it, it might not come up. You know, you've got lots of conversation about topics, you know, family of origin and finances and children and, you know, all those all those things. But but when you do come up against, you know, oh, well, we're not compatible on this particular subject, 
well, we'll just figure it out as we go. Well, maybe that's a red flag that this marriage, at least at this time, is not the right Or now one. is the time you know, to figure it know, out. Or figure <laughs> it out beforehand. <laughs> and maybe that figuring it out means pushing the date back, you know, saying we need some more time, you know. And it's it's very difficult to to do that sometimes. Oh, I, I think it would be very difficult to do that all the time. Sure. And again, yeah. because... Lindsay got married last mm-hmm. year, right. their marriage prep, and then you have the living in one city, and we right. had COVID, yeah. and we had yeah. Zoom, and had all of those difficulties. So, But my most recent experience was hearing how their program went, yeah. and uh, they have been married now for a full year, and... Uh, I've had some struggles sure. and things like that. And we all I reminded that first them, year. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I reminded doesn't? them, hey, y'all really resonated well with the couple that gave you your mm-hmm. marriage prep. Yeah. Good. What a great thing for y'all to connect with them again. Right. Yeah. Touch back. We've been together already one year mm-hmm. and we have this issue or, yeah. you know, because they were really very good at problem solving. Yeah. And different things like that. So. Right. Kudos to them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of the the wonderful thing about sponsor couple, just like you have a a sponsor for baptism, for confirmation, um, a sponsor couple acts in that same role um, through marriage formation um, and and should be a resource after the fact. Um, for, for folks to, to come back and say, Hey, you know, and a lot of those, um, sponsor couple programs, there's several of them out there, but a lot of them do have a post married, you know, post wedding six month and one year checkup, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately people don't necessarily take advantage of that. Well, Um, I'm I'm on the cutting edge of that as, uh, Keith and I've been asked Mm -hmm. by father Brian to be a mentor couple is what he's calling it. And. Okay. The program at St. Joseph is called Witness to Love. Yeah. I haven't even got the book yet. There I haven't go. met my couple yet, but we're, so we're, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. in the learning process. Of uh, you a guys part could of write it. a book, so. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But anyways, as of uh, in the next month or so, we will have been married for 32 years and I'll Woo-hoo. officially be a Como longer than I was my maiden. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, but. Awesome. Uh, it makes perfect sense if we go into what discipleship and evangelization actually is. It's about relationship, right? Relationship with Jesus and accompaniment, mm-hmm. yeah. and so it makes perfect sense to, I mean, not be all about politicking for mentor couples for baptism mm-hmm. as yeah. well. That'd be great. It would be. Well, and and speaking of sponsor, we, you know, I'm the. Um, I guess in the family, I'm the not. I don't want to say black sheep. I'm yeah, the I'm not. the contrarian. How about oh. that? In uh, <laughs> you know we is that a word? Uh, well, if it isn't, then <laughs> give me now. credit. <laughs> the um, I, I just got off the phone with my nephew a week ago, uh, who's beginning his novitiate with the Dominicans. Oh, praise God! Yeah, and he's um, and I told him exactly what I told his sister, who'd just been married. Um, that a lot of people are going to be saying, well, my, my brother's becoming a priest. My son's becoming a priest. My friend's going to be a priest. And I told him, I said, 
I'm not going to do that. I'm your safety valve. I'm your fail safe because you're going to as soon as you start, there's going to be that uh, that peer pressure, that unspoken pressure that it's got to happen. And it doesn't. I said it doesn't happen until you say I do or whatever they say, you know, <laughs> and 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 when you're laying you, on that cold yeah. floor. That's right. <laughs> and I said, you have to have somebody you can come to when everything when the pressure is so great that you don't feel like you can say no, that you can say no to. And I told him, I said, Daniel. I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm your no guy. Because if you tell me no, then I will. I'll stand beside you, in front of you, and and tell folks for you, uh, if if you need that that out. Which is exactly what we told uh, our goddaughter. Yeah. And uh, we had lunch with her here in 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 January. They're getting married in Houston. And up until the day before, and the day before, I asked her three times. You know, is this what you want to do? I asked her different ways, and she assured me that it was. And uh, just before, five minutes before they walked down the aisles, when we gave her our blessing, I didn't give her our blessing in July when they, you know, when they asked for it. I said, well, we'll give our blessing to the discernment process. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> the rest remains, you know. Right. And I told her that was an out. And we think that's an important part of the marriage uh the pre- the preparation process, the discernment process is for there to be someone there, whether it's a third party uh, or uh, someone who's a really good friend who's not going to keep saying, oh, you're getting married, you're getting married, you're getting married. It's someone who's just going to be there. It's really fascinating. Yeah. I've never, I mean, my mom did that as we were walking down the aisle to mm-hmm. me. And yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah <laughs> sure. But not, never in the, and of course, Throughout Keith's formation to become a deacon, we mm-hmm. tended to say we're if we're ordained or right. if this. Yep. And, yeah. you know, intellectually, I, I knew that if we weren't going to be, yes, there would be a disappointment. But if we're not called by God to that marriage, but I, I really this is a first time in thinking about it, applying to. Because, like you say, usually once the uh, engagement takes place, you kind of think it's happening. It's going to happen. Well, yeah. right? and, and some of these are big events, you know, big engagement, you know, like these promposal sorts of oh, things. Yeah. You know, oh, there are these big things to get and the family gets, together and everybody and, everybody knows except then, the person who's getting proposed to. And, and then there's all this pressure to say yes. Yeah. Well, what if that wasn't? You know, what What if they need time to think about it? Mm-hmm. What if What if the answer is, no, I don't want to get engaged with this person, but you've got an audience here. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, yes, you know, <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> well, yeah. you know, so it it's there. Our society puts a lot of pressure, you know, and I think as a as a church, we need to relieve that pressure, mm-hmm. give them that little valve of, you know, pressure release, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's so much emotion that goes into it. And a lot of times it is yes. And yes. Oh, sure. sure. Oh, probably yeah. the majority of the time. Yes, for sure. And it's, we want it to be a very confident. Right. Yes. And, you know, to the, to that, uh, that safety valve and that process we're big fans of a year you know in terms of uh discernment process it gives them yeah. it gives plenty of time for beth and i when we when we were engaged 
Well, I'd never been married before, so, you know. <laughs> me neither. I, and neither had she. And I, I, the greatest gift my father gave me after being, after, you know, he, he was divorced. And when I told him, he said, well, I'm, I'm not going to give you any advice because obviously I don't know how to be married. What a great gift, mm. you know. So we, we went through every, every training preparation thing that was available. Yeah. And mm. over the course of a year. And that, um, that, that also gives you time between those to absorb it, to talk about things that came up and, and that sort of thing. Right. To, to really um, get a sense of where God's leading, uh, leading the decision. Uh, so, again, there's, there's multiple things that are offered uh, from the local church. There are national movements, international movements, engaged in right. those sorts of things. Um, we recommend that you take as many as yeah, possible. Take advantage and of if you give it a year, they're a all possible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yes, the sponsor couple is is great because you have time between each session to really, you know, cogitate, think about, talk about that topic. Uh, the weekend retreat is great, whether it's an engaged encounter or one that your diocese puts on, you know, um, that's great because you're completely out of your normal routine um as as any retreat does it it takes you out and you can you can be focused you know on on each other on that discernment on those those conversations um and then there's the focus or prepare the little survey deal that that you do and and it's like you know 86 something questions of yeah, is it prepare you know, and enrich is it that might the, be what it is, what it is here yeah. i don't know there's a couple of different ones um and uh like when christopher and i did it we only disagreed on one <laughs> elizabeth <laughs> dresser elizabeth dresser was our was our uh facilitator that for that great. and, <laughs> and <laughs> we sat down with her and she was like well there's only really one thing to talk about well Thank goodness. We, we had to, two, two, is, yeah, two we had to take that as part of our application for the diaconate. We had okay. to take it and we had to yeah. meet with yeah. Deacon Frank Ashley okay. afterwards. To, and he was kind of like the same thing. And he said, <laughs> I, I've never seen this much compatibility. And if you talk to people who know us, I mean, right. sometimes we're a little argumentative yeah, and sure. things yeah. like that. But uh, he said, okay, well... Let's talk about this one thing. And he read the question and everything. And I said, oh, well, Keith said this and I said that. But what he thought that question, I explained why (laughs) we had the the same. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, praise God. Yeah, semantics. How did you read it and how did I read it? You know, like when you're in the voting booth. Yeah, You really think you're voting against something. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. uh, Those trick, true, false questions. Correct. I don't want to jump too much. I just sure. want to remind us we've got about yep. six more minutes yeah. before we uh, come to the end of our program. Mm-hmm. What are some of those uh, big ticket items that are going to be discussed within the marriage prep? I know you mentioned uh, yeah finances. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, most people don't come to a marriage financially educated, so that could be a that could be a week long, a week of radio programs. The, um, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe grab Dave Ramsey and and educate yourself on that. I guess, but the uh, family of origin understanding mm-hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. Um, Beth and I uh, come from 
you know, di- very r- different, literally different sides of the track. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so that that's a big deal. We're still dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, you mentioned that uh, your daughter and son-in-law have had, you know, some challenges during the year, like every first year does. Well. So does every 25 and a half years Same, so far right? as I know, you know. As far as I know, you know, you know. Yeah, it's but a matter of dealing. My parents have been married over 50 years and they still, you know, have things that, you know, irk them or they have to discuss. Yeah, and you know, I'd, I'd be concerned like if they're, if if it, it didn't, didn't. Yeah, yeah, you know, because then someone's either, you know, tuned out or checked out, you know. Right. Um, so uh, that family of origin, um, the... Uh, The idea of intimacy. I was trying to figure out how to, how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what that means to each. Right. And uh, who's bringing what baggage uh, in, in terms of that to, to the marriage. Because um, that was significant for, for us as well. Um, so understanding um, and, and really getting that from other couples is really helpful. Uh, and, so I think family of origin, the uh, intimacy side of things is important and recognizing uh, really that when, uh, when you know, a man leaves his home and clings to his wife, um, it, you, everybody loves their in-laws, you know, as they should love their in-laws, but your, your family, your primary that that who is your better half is you know spiritually and uh you know well literally your other half is your wife or your husband and all lear- learning that all decisions go through that filter first right uh is a big part of uh discerning holy matrimony right uh, because there are strong personalities on either side of the families that would Tend to not recognize that, I guess. Yep. Another um, topic that you're going to cover is natural family planning. Mm-hmm. Um, that openness to children uh, aspect of our, our sacramental marriage uh, is is something that's still misunderstood um, in in our society. So uh, so that's a that's a a big one for a lot of people that are, it's just eye opening how, yeah. how beautiful family planning can be yeah. uh, and how enriching it can be for, uh, for your marriage in, in that. And that's one of those things you may have as a checkbox. So we did the 30 minute or the one hour, uh, the overview session and we're good, but it, it requires uh, follow through, follow through, <laughs> follow up. Uh, mm-hmm. prior to and after, uh, yeah, the, the wedding, wedding. Mm-hmm. um, because we need to learn how to read our own body signals and understand, yeah. uh, our, our spouse's, uh, body signals and everything that goes, goes with that. And you can't do that, uh, in a, in a 30, 30 minute, minute overview. To 60 minute overview. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, um, we've had some touch Mm-hmm. Touch marks uh, about marriage and marriage prep and everything. I wanted to give y'all the last couple of minutes of the program to talk about your apostolate, wholly owned and operated, and tell our listeners just a little bit about how to find you and 
sure. how to connect with you and some of the things that y'all offer through this. Well, thank you for that. Our uh, really our our goal and mission is to uh, help anybody grow in their Catholic faith. So being here to to do that is uh, is better than folks knowing where who we are. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the website address is holyownedandoperated.com and holy is spelled h o l y um and we we produce uh, a weekly every tuesday uh mass warm up which uh, has a reflection and uh on this coming masses readings uh sunday mass readings and uh it it's it, it goes generally to well it goes to anybody but it's it's useful for discussion uh, questions, discussion starters mm-hmm. uh, yep. for folks, and our uh, our podcast is all of this is available uh, at the website. Yep. We do want to let you know that we are doing a one day day of reflection retreat at Cedar Break uh, in uh, in Belton on July twenty third. Wonderful! Uh, and yeah. and, uh, all and that is- at, it's at the Cedar Break website, yep. and uh, you'd be able to find stuff uh, through our website. And, and what's the as subject? Well. Being a Catholic family. So going along with what's going on uh, in Waco as well. So we're, you know, it's, it's, it's for adults. Um, No kids this time around, but um, being a Catholic family and, and we just hope to share some of the insights that we've learned throughout our years of marriage and family life. Wonderful. Well, thank y'all so much for being here. Thanks. And thank you to our listeners.